Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to Dice World, the queerest Pathfinder podcast on the planet. We ask hard questions like, at what age does a baby get their alignment? At conception. <laughs> no! <laughs> no! <laughs> I think it would That's be really funny if the, your baby was just lawful evil from the moment. <laughs> uh, but, like, okay. Is it, like... Okay. Alignment's not innate, so this is entirely just not a thing. Like, you, you, your alignment can fully change. Okay. I think that babies... Okay, okay, okay. But at what age do you do the action which, like, tilts the chart, like, tilts the scales, you know? Okay, so here's I mean, the thing. Well, it, ha- it would have to be past, like, the age of reason, because they can't, like... But even at the same time, like, they would have to be taught certain things and exposed to certain things to shift their alignment in specific ways. Alignment isn't static. I have a I have a theory. Yeah. I think Maybe. that it would happen after you um because there is an age before you get like a real personality. It's just like your, your disposition being like quiet or like loud, that kind of thing. Uh th- that's like babies are born like that. That's just yeah. how it is. Um but um I think at the age that around the age that you would start getting a personality, like your actual like person starts to form and you stop being just like the default human that exists. Um, that would be when your alignment would form. I'm just imagining like you're like you're a little toddler and you're like walking around and you like smack over like a lamp or something and Pathfinder CRPG style uh, alignment shift towards evil notification appears. That's on real. Nightmare. That's real. I've seen that happen. I saw that happen yesterday. I saw a child throw a fucking sign at a human being, um, <laughs> and, and child... I saw his alignment shift from neutral to fucking evil in under two seconds. <laughs> he did not care. He did not give a shit. Um. Welcome to Dice Roll, the podcast where I trick people to talk about Calvinism. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <clears throat> Previously, in Fists of the Ruby Phoenix, the Radiant Winds battled against worthy opponents in the forms of the Flags of Last Wall, knights errant from the far-off land of the Gravelands. After some further exploration, they found themselves uh, facing off against a peculiar foe indeed, deep within their uh, base. Terracotta soldiers hopping through portals to attack them. After after dispatching them, the Radiant Winds were informed as to who had created them. According to Hikari, they were sent here by the Ruby Phoenix herself. As day two of their time on Danger Island comes to an end, the Radiant Winds will have to prepare for their most deadly day yet, the day which will cement them 
as finalists in the Ruby Phoenix tournament. Day tree. Start. How's everyone doing? As you all wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. I don't think any of them wake up feeling like P. Diddy. Uh, yeah, um, well, Chuji, you wake up feeling like P. Diddy. You are what? uninjured after uh, resting off your wounds. Is that what feeling means? like P. Diddy is? Not injured? Yeah, <laughs> yeah P. Diddy is r- <laughs> rarely injured. Um, Masami, you are kind of hurt, but thank you when you wake up in the morning. Everything fucking hurts. Everything sucks. You are in pain. Life sucks. As you're all waking up in the morning, uh, day tree of the te- festival, day tree of the pre-qualifiers, the final day upon you. How are you all doing? Um, immediately as as soon as Chudi is like conscious, uh, not awake but conscious, they have to they have to take a few minutes. Um, they turn to uh, Masami and Sanku and they go, "How much do you want to bet someone's outside right now?" Tell them to go away. Uh, How much do you want to bet? I'll bet five gold. There's a team outside right now. I'll double that. Really? You win? Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> Chudi throws like five gold on the floor. <laughs> Masami throws out ten. <laughs> Ooh, you're raising it. Yeah. I said I'd go double. You're confident. Uh, thank you. I'm not dealing with this. I'm gonna go heal. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you are all doing your daily preparations before checking on the almost inevitable team outside. <laughs> I want to ask how everyone is individually doing. Yesterday was a strange day for all. But uh, yeah. we're going to check in on you this morning. How are you feeling both after yesterday and after the day, or before the day you have ahead of you? Mm. Trudy's ready for today. I think they're actually preparing uh, for once. They, they've they got like their hand like rummaging in their bag uh, looking for what talismans they want to use today out of all of the ones they've collected so far. They want to kick ass. They they are ready to give anything to make it through and actually qualify and be in the tournament proper. Okay. Chuji, you are now level 14. I am. What's up with Asha? Oh, you know. 14s and stuff. <laughs> uh, I got a few things from this level. Uh, the thing that I'm most excited about is uh, I got... Something from a talisman dabbler. Yeah. I have now two extra slots instead of two. I have four now. Uh, what was it called? Oh, a wow. deeper dabbler. That's what I got. So you now have four talismans instead of just two every day. Yes. Okay. Awesome. I can do so and, many things. And uh, what's the monk feat you got? Uh, I got blazing streak. What's blazing streak do? Let's me fucking spin dash your ass. Uh, I get yeah. to stride twice, uh, making strikes up to... Uh, Four different creatures within reach at any point during my movement. Uh, and it's it's fire damage only, right? Not slashing? Yep, no slashing. This is something you can only do while you're in Stoked Flame Stance. Mm-hmm. Um, and it lets you basically <laughs> around at people. Fuck yeah. Which is really cool. I'm putting that in my hopper. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and is that all you got to level? You got obviously more talismans and you've uh, chosen four. I did. Uh, I think that's all I got, right? Yeah, that sounds like, that sounds right. Yeah. Obviously, you're stronger in general. You're a big, you're you're big, strong uh, martial arts Chuji. Yeah. Okay. Sanku, how are you doing after yesterday and before today? Uh, well, he's very annoyed um, that something came to fight him while he was sleeping. Um, he's actually very annoyed about it. I don't think he's like. Um, I think he's just right now. He's just thinking about all the things they've got to do today. 
Um, I think he's a little bit excited for what happens after that, but um, he's injured, so he's annoyed about that, mostly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, Sanku, you are level 14. I am, or he is. I'm a level you cannot conceive. Um, That's true. What what stuff do you have? What do you get this level? Um, well, I got new spells, but I'm not telling you about those. Okay. What do you get from Spell Trickster? I got Fleshing Spout. Mm-hmm. It lets me push people around the spout instead of damaging them if I need. Um, so. Oh, wow. Okay. So instead of hitting someone with damage, you can knock them back flying from an area. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. And lastly, uh, what do you get from uh, your witch feats? I got Enchanted Broomstick, which gives me... Um, and Well, it doesn't give me a broom, uh, technically. That's just the most common thing. Um, I can make an item work like, like a magic broom like that I can fly with. Oh, what an interesting and cool feat. I'm sure the court class doesn't have that. I wonder where it came from. Oh it my. must be thanks to the extremely Very shilling good right now. The extremely good <laughs> writing of an exceptionally shredded GM. Yeah? Do you have an uh, eight pack? A nine pack. Uh, why is it uneven? <laughs> it's at the top. Ew. It's also inflatable. <laughs> no! <laughs> so mean to me. But yes, Sanku, you have a flying broom, which you can uh, basically enchant an item that you can sit on to act as a flying mount. Yeah, I'm using a, I'm using a staff. Oh, your staff? Are you going to ride around like a broomstick? Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay. Well, Sanku, you'll never get punched again, maybe. And lastly, Masami. Masami, how are you doing after yesterday and before today? Uh, <laughs> um, I think they're still mulling over everything that happened throughout the day and last night. Usually in the mornings, they're like still kind of like laid back and kind of nonchalant. This morning, they're a bit more serious. Yeah? Yeah, like there is a very telltale furrow in their brow. <laughs> okay. Would the others notice this? Mm. Or would this require a perception check? It might require a perception check because uh, immediately when someone tries to like, if someone looks like they're about to turn to them, they go back to normal. Ooh, okay. They're doing the anime thing where you look away and their face goes serious. Yep. <laughs> uh, if the others would like to make perception checks, they can. And this would be against your deception DC. <laughs> yeah, it would be, huh? Which, uh, what's your deception DC? <laughs> oh uh, shit, that is high. It is, uh, it's, just, it's up there. It's, oh, I would probably say about 31. <laughs> yeah, you guys have to be at a 31 with your perception DC, or with your perception checks. I will, I'll, or I'll try. Is Lolo going to ask the next question? 41? Lolo Holy should. shit, crit success! <laughs> Chuji, the vibes are way off. Masami is... Wait, is this a public role? That doesn't matter. Yeah. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> You can't fucking run. I rolled a nat 20. You cannot avoid the Senku. Unfortunately, Masami, I think your party knows you too well. And I think as, like, it, they don't even need to see that you're, like, doing the thing. I think they just know from, like, your mannerisms that, oh, Masami is anxious and or stressed or deep in thought. Something is up. And I think you guys all know. Like, it's not a question of, like, oh, what's Masami worried about? You guys all know that it's because of yesterday. Now, what you make of that, I don't know. But you can all tell that Masami is not is a little bit preoccupied with yesterday. Mm-hmm. Now, Masami, you're level fourteen. Yep. What's up? Uh, spells to fuck with you. Fuck me easily. That's the first thing. Uh, second thing. Yeah. Uh, two feats from both my archetype and my actual class. Yeah. Hit me. Arcane shroud. 
Oh, and what's Arcane Shroud do? So if my most recent action was to cast a spell from a spell slot or make a spell strike from a spell... With a spell from a spell slot, that's so... Yeah, like, you I don't know why you split it like that. When you cast so, a spell from a spell slot. Yeah, it's so specific for no reason. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it um, gives me an instant spell that I can use automatically. Okay, so for one action, depending on the school of the spell you cast, you will gain another spell for one turn, right? Yep. yep. So, like, just, just going off this, if you were to cast an Abjuration spell, you would get Stone Skin. Mm-hmm. If you were to cast a Necromancy spell, you get False Life. Yep. That's very cool. Yeah. I can't wait to see how you fuck me with it. Oh, it's gonna happen. I'm looking at one school very specifically. Yeah, I can, I, I'm not gonna say anything, but I have a feeling. <laughs> uh, uh, and what about from uh, your rogue stuff? From rogue, I got twin distractions, so that way I can finally use and do more in rogue stance. Okay, and what's tr- twin distraction do? So, uh, when I use Twin Faint, if both of my strikes deal damage to a targeted creature, the target must succeed at a will save against my class DC or become stupefied one until the end of my next turn. So it's like Stunning Fist, except instead of stunning them, you stupefy them, mm-hmm. which can be honestly worse to casters. Yeah, yeah. That's very fun. That is very, very fun. Okay, cool. And I think, I think that's everyone. Are we all good to, to, to begin our day? The final day? Yes. Yep. Okay. Well, as you're all doing your stuff, and again, Sanku and Shuji, you can tell Masami is stressed. Hikari comes in, and uh, she kind of bows to you all and smiles and says, Greetings, everyone. Looks like it's uh, you've, you're all awake and ready to start your final day here on Danger Island. Are yep. you all prepared? Absolutely. Yeah. As will ever be. You ready to lead a winning team, Hikari? Uh, I think she smiles a little humbly and says, I don't wish to brag, but I think I was dealt the best team. <laughs> Shuji kind of, like, nudges Masami's shoulder. And this is probably now in an attempt to, like, maybe distract them. They're like, alright, ready? You want to open the doors together and see who's out there? <laughs> Bet, let's go. Ready to lose all your fucking money? <laughs> all, all my ten gold. Oh, woe is me. <laughs> Come on, Sanku, you gotta witness this. I'm coming, hold on. Um, is it okay if he healed? Because I really don't think that he would just go out injured. Uh, you'd probably have to... Because that was what uh, I was saying that he was doing right in the morning. Like that was. Yeah, I'm good. trying to figure out how much time would it take... Because you're not healing everyone. I don't think it'll take a hex action. Uh, you have healed a little bit from sleeping, but like... How much does life boost heal you? It's your level for an entire minute. So uh, that's 10 times your level, I think. Mm-hmm. 140. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you can spend just 10 minutes with a life boost on you, and it'll heal you back to full. Okay. I, uh, he's doing that. Sanku, while you're healing up uh, in the background, uh, kind of following after the others, Masami and Chuji, you guys go to the front doors of the temple. And mm-hmm. you kick him open. Yes. And there's nobody there. You're kidding. Not Re- a single person. Really? The last day is when we're going to break? Well, I guess. Uh, I think Ikari comes up behind you all and looks uh, over your shoulder and says, What's going on? I thought, this past two days, there's like always been someone at the front door when we wake up. And there's not? Yeah. She kind of, like, smiles at you and says, You understand that, by now, most teams have been eliminated. Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I guess. I mean, there's gotta be, like, some stragglers, right? You can't tell me that there's at least one cocky bastard here. Yeah, we're formidable. You are, but most teams are probably playing cautious. By now, only the strongest of the strong remain on Danger Island. The rest are probably up on top of Mount Haminobu already, awaiting for the victors to be chosen. Well, maybe not already. It's 6 a.m., but they will be soon. Oh. The uh, fighting teams that you will encounter today will be some of the strongest you've faced so far. You'll need to be careful. Cool. Got it. 
Well, I guess you fucking win. Juji hands uh, Masami their five gold. <laughs> uh, Masami, you get uh, that's your sheet. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and Juji, take it off your sheet. Fine. Um, I think Hikari uh, smiles as you're all standing in the door to Danger Island, and she asks, "Well, everyone, what is the plan today?" Um. At noon, the Ruby Phoenix will begin welcoming teams who wish to submit their feathers to the tournament itself. And we've got six hours till then, right? Exactly. Afterwards, there will be another few hours until the end of the day. Entrances close at midnight or when the eighth team enters. Fireworks will go off every time a team uh, is entered. So you'll know when this is coming. Okay. You have uh, at least six hours until that point, however. Which is 12 exploration actions. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. If you wish to explore the island in the meantime or afterwards, I will simply follow you and guide you through your time here. Mm, well, I do want to see if we can get to all of those shrines. Because uh, um, I had an idea. The Kodama isn't the only creature I can summon. Lolo's on your shoulder and he's like, Well, Sanku, regale us with your strategy. Okay, um, then I think that uh, Sanku's like, um, well, I can summon a spirit guide. Lolo goes, oh, tell them about your spirit guide, Sanku. <laughs> hey, yeah, tell us about your spirit guide, what? Um, well, it's just another, um, it's a summon spell. Um, but, um, well, it's called a cunning guide. And, um, he pulls out his spell book and he turns to a page and he shows you a very cutesy version of a cunning guide. It does not look like an actual cunning guide, really. Just like, it looks like a children's book illustration of it. And he's <laughs> like, it looks like this. And what does it look like? Uh, it's kind of like a, a fox, question mark? A fox, okay. With, like, ram horns. I I was about to say a different kind of horn. Um, with, like, ram horns, like the ones that curl back. Like like mountain goat horns, right? Yeah. I'm looking at a picture of this dude. Yeah, so am I. Um, Chuju looks at it like, is that your fucking fursona? <laughs> it's not my fursona! <laughs> Sanku, that's cringe! I don't have a fursona! <laughs> this is very insensitive to talk about beside Masami. <laughs> yeah, Masami's looking at it like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god. It's just a spirit that will help us on our travels and it can speak like any language and and can help us like find things. So my goodness. Um and then he's he's like, so I was thinking about casting this so that we could look for the places and get that done as soon as possible. Right. That sounds good. Okay. Would you like to summon a, a cunning guide, uh Sanku? Yeah. Okay, uh, so you you clack your uh, staff down on the ground, and a sigil opens up, and kind of leaping out from it, and then skipping around all your ankles, comes a little fox. And like uh, Dave mentioned, the little fox has uh, big curling mountain goat forms, and it sits in front of you all and uh, tilts its head coyly and says, "Greetings, travelers." Hi. Oh, you talk. I was. I told yes. you, he speaks every language. Oh. Any language you can you can imagine, I have been speaking for many years. I am your cunning guide. My name is, of course, Nobira. Nice to meet you, Nobira. It is a pleasure to be called upon, my friend. Now, 
You wish to explore the island of Bunmu. I have been lingering around these parts for many years. To what may I guide you to? So we've been looking for these shrines, and we've got two more, and we're trying to get to those as fast as possible because we're in the middle of a tournament that we need hmm. to get that we need to finish after that. Yes, yes, I see. And Nobira kind of like uh, his tail flicks a little bit, um, and he says, "I know the, uh, approximately eight shrines around the island. Of course, getting to each of them is no easy task." Which ones have you already been to? Uh, Senku pulls out their map, um, and he marks off all the shrines that they've been to. These hmm. ones. It seems to me that you haven't been to the ones on the far east of the island. There are two within close proximity that you have not met, visited yet. I may guide you. Okay. For a price. So, and what? what is that price? There's always a price. I would like to dine on some food. Oh, yeah, Present sure. me a food offering, and I will deign to guide you. Okay. <laughs> Senku is like, well, we should probably eat breakfast anyways. Um, you guys actually don't feel hungry. Oh, yeah, because we can't food. eat. We don't need to eat. <laughs> yeah. You right. can eat, but you don't need to. Oh, that's yeah. terrifying. Yeah. Um, Senku's like, uh... The blessing of Kantiani keeps you full. <laughs> Thanks, Borgod. Thanks, Borgod. Senku's like, oh... Well, hold on, move, move, move in the bag. Hold on, and he like starts reaching in the bottom of it. He's Lolo like, I campers out of the way, letting you get in. And he, he pulls out, he pulls out a candy. He's like, is this, is this okay? Or do you want like a meal? I can get you a, a whole meal. A meal will need be will suffice <laughs> to regale me. Pulls out rations. He's like, no. this is what we've been eating. You cannot buy my my aid with cheap snacks. You must cook for me. Oh. So it looks uh, like the spirit guide is requiring you spend a hex action feeding him <laughs> before he will take you anywhere. Uh, do you have a preference? Misami says taking out their fucking shuriken. <laughs> there exists in the nearby woods uh, several large fat rats. You'll need to bring them to me. And have them sauteed. Do, do you want to side with that? Mm, if you're offering, oh, some wild garlic will do well. True Filipino. All right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> next uh, thing you know, you're going to ask for vinegar. Oh, well, if you're offering. Oh, my God. Okay, Hikari, can you check the pantries to see if there's any vinegar? It doesn't spoil, so the, you know. The, okay. So you guys spend a hex action feeding Noriba, the spirit guide? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, you fucking do that. Your 33 actions go down to 32. You might not need to eat breakfast, but this guy does. <laughs> Um, you gather everything, you feed him, and, uh, I think Ritz, uh, as Masami's coming back with, like, several, like, rodents, uh, mm -hmm. one of them looks up at you and goes, squeak, 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 squeak. Oh my god. Uh, Ritz, you can, you can understand the, the rat, from You can, you can talk to the rat. I can speak to rats? Yeah, you have a feat, uh, that lets you speak to rats, and, uh, you can't understand them, but you can, oh no, you can, you can straight up understand them. Voice of the night. This rat's begging for you to let him go. Chuji starts like sweating, and they're like looking at the I... rat. Fucking, <laughs> this is this is the campaign where one of Ritz's characters goes vegan. <laughs> Chuji wasn't eating rats before. Meat in general, though. Or is it I only rats? It's, it's rats, it, bats, rats, and wolves. Bats and wolves okay, yeah. so so Chuji right. can't eat 
those things, which I don't think he was eating in the first place, at least. They were not either that, like, none of that, anyways. But do you, do you, do you leave <laughs> should you the like... rest to its demise? Uh... <laughs> Chuji's like, sorry, man. That's fucked up. <laughs> we got. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they just choose not to think about it, I think. <laughs> the rat they, like, avert their eyes and are like, oh, like, It anyways. jumps out of the bag and bites you and runs away. Yeah? Yeah. I'm not kidding. Does it, it does that. Are you serious? Yeah, it goes away. What? Why'd you have fucking ask me for help if you didn't need it anyways? What? It was a, mor it was a moral challenge. Oh my Ooh. god. <laughs> you scared. <laughs> a moral <laughs> challenge. <laughs> Regardless, you have, you have fed. You have fed Noriba. And uh, Noriba says, yes, that will do quite nicely. Now, companions, allow me to bring you true Bon Mu. And uh, this little uh, fox spirit uh, starts dashing out uh, the door and wait for you patiently. The, the Kodama was less high maintenance, but only knew one of them. This guy knows all of them, but he's an asshole. <laughs> he is kind of a dick. Uh, do you guys well, want to I mean, head to uh, a hmm? cunning fox spirit? It sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know all about that, Masami. Yep. <laughs> um, I'm not going to hide it. They're kind of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you guys are on the map of Bunmu, and you have 32 actions left. Uh, at, once you have 20 actions left, the uh, Mount Hominabu will begin accepting entrance into the tournament. Six, six, six. And uh, you will be among, hopefully, uh, the victors. That is, if you can make it that long. God. Uh, so, as you're leaving, um, the uh, Noriva starts guiding you. You can follow him. Uh, he will, you know, wait if you want to take time to uh, check stuff out. But otherwise, you know, you can also just follow him directly to them. It's up to you. Just follow, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are uh, walking out. You're not going to stop at the stone markets. You're not going to uh, do anything else in this hex. Oh, should we stop at the stone markets? Do we need anything? Um, oh, there might be people there. There might be people there, yeah. You might find, uh, be able to get a lay of the land and see how stuff is looking out there before you, you know, plunge in. That's true. Fuck. Up to you guys. Uh, Chuji's okay stopping by the stone market. I don't think it'll take us all 12 actions to find both the shrines, right? It should. Yeah, no. I think so. You can spend time afterwards also looking around. Up to you. Yeah. Might as well stop by. Yeah, okay. Okay. So, uh, you guys enter the stone market. And, uh, not many teams have made it this far. So I think because it's early in the morning and because teams have been knocked out, I think there's only one team in the stone market today. Okay. And that team, I roll my D32. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. Uh, you guys enter. And uh, there's no sign of the Grave Treaders. There's no sign of Devil's Jews. Uh, no, the team that you see is really, really interesting. Mm. Because I don't know if you guys have ever seen something quite like this. Um, it's a team of about six uh, wearing robes from a far-off land, uh, which someone who, uh, you know, from our world might rep uh, recognize of, as uh, Central African. Okay. Cool. Um, 
standing, uh, kind of like at the stone markets, you see a small halfling who uh, has a kind of like a, a wooden mask around her uh, hip, uh, and this mask is of a leopard. Um, standing beside her, and equally as small, is a frog person, a gripply, um, who is a basically a poison dart frog wearing. Um, she's got like blue skin and uh, pink robes. I and, love her. Uh, she is uh, also looking in through the same window as the halfling. Uh, standing in the back is a half-elven man with uh, kind of like uh, messy, tangled hair and pointed ears. Um, and he wears uh, face paint. Uh, not everywhere, but like to mark off little symbols around his face uh, okay. in white. Cool. A woman with braided hair uh, with a hook sword around one hip and a composite short bow around her back um, is talking to a older man who um, has like a white like small beard, a set of glasses and some like very decorated robes and lastly a half orc uh, with um, glasses and uh, pink hair up top uh, kind of like in a like th their sides are shaved but then they got like pink floofy hair up top has a little dragon on his shoulder. And I want you guys to, uh, well, either roll society to try to suss him out, or, you know, go up and talk to him. Roll society. Sanku's okay, going to say hello. Okay. My slime is going to roll society. They're not very social. Yeah, well, Sanku is. Uh... Ritz, these mm -hmm. are people from far away. Well... But Masami, you have your connections. You know stuff. Um, you can tell. Even from so far away, you know of the tales of the Magambia. Oh! Um, the oldest school of magic in the world. Um, the inner sea region uh, was struck by a meteor like a few thousand years ago. And it really messed things up there for a while. And the people there actually largely forgot how to use magic until uh, an ancient wizard by the name of Old Maid Jatembe uh, helps reinvent magic and bring it back and set up the oldest and most powerful school of magic in the world, the Magambia. Um, to this day, they are known as uh, wandering uh, students and learners uh, who practice Halcyon magic, which is a weird hybrid of primal and arcane magic. Interesting. So to see them here, you would assume that these guys are a group of students and their teacher. Um, Saku, as you're approaching, are you approaching any of them in particular? Uh, no, I think he's approaching, like, a group. Uh, because they're split into several smaller groups. Ah. There's, um, the halfling and the gripply are up by the windows. Uh, the teacher and the, uh, woman with the braided hair, uh, are standing off near the entrance and kind of nod as you, as you pass. And then the half-elf and the half-orc are both kind of, like, doing their own things at different windows. I think Senku doesn't know uh, who they are or why, or why they're you here. You haven't even tried to so think about it. Senku is going to... Um, I literally... I don't know. I don't know, Derek. teacher? Yeah. <laughs> you want to say that? Uh, I'll go towards the guy that looks the oldest, just because I think Senku would assume that they're the leader, or at least might know what's going on. Okay. Um, Senku, you approach, and as you're approaching, I think the old man... Uh, kind of turns, and uh, his eyebrows raise, and before you can even say anything, he raises a hand and says, Oh! Hello there! Hi! Greetings, traveler! My name, uh, 
You are here to uh, buy some stuff from the stone markets as well for your long journey on the final day. Yeah, we came to we came to uh, make sure we've got supplies and also to see if there is anybody here in the morning because there's always been people to say hi. Well, to. my friend, then you have found other people indeed. <laughs> Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Speaker Mafika Ayuwari, and I am a professor at the Magambia. These are my students, and he kind of turns and he gestures to the quiet one with the braided hair next to you. Um, and uh, he says, this is Strings on the River in Kila. And uh, Strings on the River in Kila doesn't speak, but instead uh, she moves her hands to make sign language to speak to you. Okay. Um, she kind of like, between her fingers, webs appear and start to kind of like have scripts that appear in the webbing that say, hello. Oh my God, that's really cool. Hi. Uh, she smiles and nods her head a little bit. And um, then uh, Speaker Maf- uh, Ayuari uh, turns and says, Everyone, get around. We have some uh, people to speak to. Sanky's <laughs> uh, blushing now. He's embarrassed. <laughs> um, he uh, points at this. These are my most prominent students. This is Nala de Reed. Uh, and Nala de Reed is the uh, Gripley uh, who kind of smiles and says, Hiya! Hi! Nala is a magus and an exceptionally gifted spirit hunter. Aquila Stormheel. He uh, points to the halfling, who uh, waves a little bit and grins, uh, and he says, A wild shaper and a savant of the druidic ways. Oh, cool. He nods to the half-elf, uh, who kind of waves sheepishly, almost a little embarrassed, um, and says, This is Netier, a wizard practicing divination magic. Cool. And uh, lastly, um, he points to uh, the half-orc and says, An ovark here is a witch with a... And I think uh, as Ovak looks at you, his eyes go over to Lolo Sanku, and he gasps, You've got a dragon as well? <laughs> yeah, he's my familiar. I'm also you're a witch. Fa- you've got a witch? Wait, you're a witch too? Uh-huh. Whoa! Hey, hey, uh, let's introduce our familiars to each other. Uh, uh, this is Snapscale. Say hello, Snapscale. And Snapscale goes, Wah. Uh, this is Lolo. Hello! And yeah, he, I, he can tell. <laughs> Ovar's eyes go wide. And I think Nessir the half-elf kind of approaches and says, you must be quite a talented uh, magician to be able to have a familiar who can speak. Well, he's been able to speak ever since I met him. And long before, I was once a mighty sea uh... dragon who ruled over the waves around uh, M- Minata. Oh, he's... Alas, I was... <laughs> he's going to story mode again. I was cursed by the cosmic dragon for an argument, and as such, I find myself trapped in this smaller form. If I ever meet the cosmic dragon again, I will have to to, to strike him and gain my powers back. Are you going to say my familiar even then, though? I will always be your patron. Oh, don't make me sad. Anyways, hi, I'm Senku, Witch Prince of the Sea. Um, I think uh, Aquila Stormheel... Uh, grins and uh, kind of like puts up a hand to shake with you. Uh, Sanku takes the hand and shake. And who are your friends? She says, looking over at the, the other two. Oh, they're my team. Okay, now it's time for you to come over here instead of standing over there like loner. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, where the radiant winds. Hi, I'm Chuji. Hi, I'm Asami. Uh, Nala kind of smiles. I think the students are also a little embarrassed that their teacher is forcing them to speak to strangers. <laughs> oh. um, I think Nala smiles a bit and says, It's lovely to meet you all. Uh, I hope this isn't inconsiderate to ask, but are you a kitsune? I I am, actually. 
I've never seen one in real life. Your tails are beautiful. Oh, uh, thanks. Misami is very awkward in the situation. Their tails are flicking back and forth. <laughs> um, I think um, in, uh, Strings on River and Kila kind of pulls some more sign language, and when she's finished, the webs translate uh, to say, I understand what it's like to be a shapeshifter as well. I think Misami nods at that one. She shakes her hair a little bit, and when she's finished shaking her hair, there are no more braids of hair left. She is a giant fuzzy spider lady. Whoa. Cool. Uh, you know those, like, fluffy spiders that dance? You know the ones? Oh, the big I, I believe they're jumping spiders. Yeah, jumping spiders. She's She's got the head of a jumping spider, and, like, her limbs are very long, and she is... You have never seen anything like this in, her li- in your lives. Whoa. Uh, she shakes her head again, and she's a human, and she signs, I'm an Anadi. We also shift between forms. I think they feel a bit better. <laughs> Especially after being, like, a little, like... I wouldn't say called out because that feels a little harsh, but, like... Asked about being a, uh... A kitsune. Yeah. You were, you were observed. Yeah, they don't like being perceived. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, regardless, I think Speaker uh, Ayuari uh, kind of taps his staff on the ground a little bit and says... For you to have gotten this far, everyone, you must be strong teams. Oh, I don't yeah, wish I, think... I don't wish to challenge you to a fight. It's much too early. I have not done my calisthenics yet. <laughs> but how close do you think you are to securing a spot? Pretty close. I'd, I'd say. say. I think we're uh, uh, relatively in first fucking place. <laughs> uh, Netir, the half-elf, raises a hand and his eyes go white for a moment. And then he lowers his hand and says, You have ten feathers! Uh-huh. Yeah, you got it. That's incredible. How? When did you get your tent? Uh, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Uh, I think all of them go, ooh, ah, like, and Obex says, you guys are the real deal, huh? Oh, yeah. We plan on winning. I think uh, Ayawari smiles and says, students, Ricardo, it is not a race, it's a marathon. We may not have all ten feathers yet, but I'm sure that by the end of the day we will. And we will be among these fine fighters atop Mount Hamunabi as the final eight champions of the Ruby Phoenix Tournament. I hope we see you there. How many feathers do you have right now? Currently, we have six. Well, I hope you get them all. There are yeah. other teams, and we shall be sure to fight them. However, one of the skills you learn at the Magambia is the skill of perception. And I can tell it would be a risk to fight you. <laughs> Perhaps we'll see each other again soon, then. Mm-hmm. I hope uh, to see you at the finals. Speakers of the wind, and uh, the team kind of perks up, and he says, Let us be on our way, and leave these kind gents to their shopping. And I think everyone smiles, uh, and, you know, the students who were a little awkward at first are waving goodbye to you as they make their way into the jungle. Good luck. And, uh, yeah, that's you guys. How are y'all doing? Senku liked them. Um, Chuji has a massive ego boost from learning that a team has only six feathers. <laughs> Seiko was in the middle of being like, I didn't realize that there would be students from school. I mean, at the same time, I didn't realize there would be paladins from the Gravelands here, but, you know. That's <laughs> this fair. tournament is surprising. You know, Chuji's like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> I like them. They're much nicer than some of the other teams that we've met. Oh, for sure. I wonder how far along everybody else is. Uh, I think uh, Nobura is outside, and he kind of yips at you guys. Says, What's the holdup? How long does it take to buy some potions? It takes a hundred million years. I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, regardless, 
Are you guys looking to buy anything, or was it just to scope stuff out? Uh, well, I don't think Senku needs anything in particular. He just wanted to see if there was anybody that... They, uh, if there was any any gossip they could find out. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. uh, does anyone else want to buy stuff? Not that I can uh, think of, no. Okay. Well, uh, would you like to uh, follow Nubira? Yes. Okay. So, Nubira has a path that he's following, and uh, he's going to show you these things. Do you want to recon it all along the path, or are you literally just going to follow him to his destination? Um, well, I think that... I think I don't think Senku is thinking of um, of anything. I, I really think he's just going to follow unless the others want to do something. Yeah, which he's totally have, fine with. They don't have the time to recon every single place. They don't have any technically do. To. Not really. Well, you don't... Like, the, the, the entries will be all day, so you don't need to be there at noon sharp, unless you'd like... Chuji wants to be there at noon sharp. Okay. All right, I'm glad we discussed that. <laughs> uh, so, would you like to just follow uh, follow uh, Nubira? Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. So that is going to take you one, two, three, four, five, six hex actions. Halfway through a lot of time. All right. And eventually, you come to a shrine. Mm-hmm. You guys come up to the edge of a cliff. And it's a very, very tall cliff that kind of, like, arcs backwards to look over the rest of the island. Um, like, it's a path that leads out to the sea and then makes a 180 turn and uh, leads up a tall, tall path. And then from here, you can see basically the entire island. And Nobira flicks his tail and says, Your shrine awaits you, my friends. And just beyond him is indeed a shrine which is built almost like a telescope. Uh, layers of glass, which have cleanly, clearly seen better days, uh, kind of make a magnifying ring that you can look through and see anything on the island from up here. And uh, there is a statue here of a uh, man who kind of like has long flowing robes and a, uh, a map in his hands. Uh, and he looks down upon uh, this map, kind of like lost and taught. And there's a smile on his face, like a really genuine smile. Of course, by now, moss and lichen grows over most of it, and a lot of the details are lost to time. Would anyone like to roll a religion check to see if they can figure out uh, what the story of this long-forgotten god might be? Sure. Oh, fuck. Okay. Sanku, you know stuff about this, you know, from your stories, but Masami! Ah. You know, you got a nat 20. You know about this god, somehow. How, how do you think you figure it out? Is it something you knew from the past? Or is it like, uh, examination of the shrine? Or what is it that tips you off about this god? Um, that depends. What is this a god of? This is the joyful chronicler, Nisaye, the Tomatan god of maps, exploration, and foragers. Easily, easy, easy, easy. Uh, Masami is really into cartography. Oh, are they? Yes. Okay. So I think even like the depiction of him and the uh, kind of way that the altar is set up to make a magnifying glass, uh, it like a, a telescope over the island. Um, I think that in the back of your head, you're like, wait, I've read about this in my niche cartography books. <laughs> they have a hobby. Um, <laughs> Fair. It's both journaling and cartography. Okay. Uh, like scrapbooking. Uh, <laughs> Well, Masami, you know that uh, Nisaye, all you need to do to honor him is to simply 
Map out the location of the shrine on your map of Bon Mu. Oh. Really? No dancing, no singing, nothing? Just map it? Oh, okay. Well, um, this one doesn't really require too much. We just have to map this location on our map of Bamu. Oh, that's not bad at all. Yeah. Hmm. Let's do that. Uh, yes. Okay. You circle this cliff, it's on, on the map, and you add a little note to the bottom saying, uh, <clears throat> Nisaye. And I think that's all it takes. And I think as you do, in each of you there's this feeling of... <laughs> you know when you're lost and you click and realize, oh shit, I'm supposed to go this way. Hell yeah, I'm not gonna die. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's that feeling of certainty. You know, this feeling of relief and and awareness of your location. Mm-hmm. And as such, you've all gained the blessing of Nisaye. And what that does is that uh, so long as you are on Bon Mu, um, you no longer, like, you will always know the easiest path through any one place. So uh, That might be you useful. Will, you will no longer have to take more than one action to pass through difficult terrain, because you'll simply know the fastest way to get through. Mm-hmm. And that's that. That's <laughs> seven out of uh, eight uh, blessings. Nice. How are you guys all doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Tank is kind of excited. <laughs> I think Masami enjoys this blessing. <laughs> I, I, are you happy with this one, Masami? I mean, god of cartography. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Maybe you um, can keep studying them off the island. You know that these blessings won't last you once you leave Blood Moon. And there's honestly a kind of sad feeling to you when you like you guys consider that. These old forgotten gods, their powers aren't strong enough to bless you once you leave. Honestly, you guys might be some of the final times any of these guys ever get revered. Brown. Brown. But the fact that you are... I mean, once upon a time, someone else must have taught these exact same thoughts, right? That's true. Lola sits at the top of your shoulders, thank you, and nods at uh, Masami and nods at Chuchi and says... I think you're all doing very well, everyone. But now only one shrine remains. Are you willing to continue your adventure? Yeah, of course. No, we're going to stop with one left. No, you can't. You must oh continue. Oh my god, old man, I'm kidding. Let's go. <laughs> oh. oh, just a joke. <laughs> Got scared. Why would we leave it here? Do I really sound that flat? <laughs> I asked you that. I'm being sarcastic. Do I, sound that... Do I really sound that flat? Chuchi, <laughs> like, waves you... their hand a little bit. Uh, <laughs> you sound fine to me. Maybe I'm just used to you, though. Lolo pouts and says, I just worry about old men being forgotten sometimes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm not gonna forget. I literally, like, it, like not too long ago, I said, "Why you're not gonna leave me, right? Why would you? I'm not gonna forget you. You don't love Noriba more than you love me, right? <laughs> what? Why would I? He's just a guy. But you made him a big meal. (laughs) You don't ask for big meals. You just take them. His eyes are watering. Do you want... We can get food. We can go out and I will buy you... He nods. Okay. (laughs) My god. Speaking of Noriba, Noriba's like like 60 feet away, uh, off way to carry, and he yips up and he's like, What's the holdup? How long does it take for you all to to get a blessing from a shrine? 
Oh, we're coming. Oh my god. The next one is mere, mere miles away. We'll get there within an hour. Oh, perfect. Cool. Yeah. So do you guys want to follow Nuriba to, uh, to the shrine? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. You spent two actions getting there. Meaning you it is about 10.30 right now. Okay. Yes. You march through the fields and through the, the um, jungle and the hills and everything before you come to an altar which uh, lies at the coast. As you approach it, it's pretty easy to see what the uh, what the, the, the shrine is. Because it's probably the biggest shrine you've seen yet if you, you know, discount the uh, rock formations of um, of uh, Angonar's shrine. Mm-hmm. It's a statue of a big, fat, smiling man. Yeah! He looks like... He's got, like, kind of Buddha vibes, you know? Oh, is it, like, the smiling Buddha? Yeah, he's kind of got smiling Buddha vibes, but okay. um, the difference is that he is uh, way less graceful-looking. He's got his hands stretched up, like, almost to, like, hug whoever's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. He's got, like, uh, lots and lots of beads... And uh, he's wearing a little hat. Huh. He's kind of got Snorlax vibes. I think it's more close nearly to Snorlax than it is to Buddha, you know? Okay. Mm. Um, but you guys uh, kind of approach, and it's just a statue of a guy. Uh, like I said, there's like moss and lichen that's growing over him, but you can still make out the details. Yeah. And yeah, do you guys want to take a little bit to try to figure out who this guy is? Sure. Yeah. Do we have to hug the statue? <laughs> <laughs> I am. That, that is a pretty good guess. Um, it's a religion check, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay, Sanku, you're the one who knows this again. No surprise. You've got the highest religion modifier by quite a lot because I think the other two are flat checks. But you know that this is Ramijab, the best of the Tomaton gods. Okay. This is the dominant god of living your fat bitch life. Okay. Yeah? He is the god of relaxation, self-care, and comedy. Hell yeah! And you know, again, this is where the comedy comes in, that resting at his shrine for at least ten minutes is enough to honor him. Oh, damn, <laughs> they use day-dem pronouns. My mistake. Oh. Mark. Like I said, most relatable Tomatin god. I'm Ronny <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty fair. Um... So, literally just chilling here for ten minutes is enough to count. Uh, Sanku's like, uh, we literally just need to chill here. Oh, alright. For like ten minutes, you just, uh, if you rest for ten minutes over here, um, that's enough to venerate him. Chudi immediately drops to the ground, like, laying on their back with, like, their legs kicked up and their arms behind their head, and they're already chilling. (laughs) Yeah, I think Masami finds, like, a nice rock to, like, lay back in. <laughs> Honestly, the statue itself is probably enough. Like, it is... The way it is carved almost seems to have been made for this explicit purpose. Mm. I love that. And I think you realize that it's not that his arms are outstretched for a hug, but it's to hold people who are resting atop his shoulders. That is Aww. literally so cute. And as you guys rest... Do you, do, you, do you guys talk about anything? Do you just chill? What, how, is it just resting and like, 
Ah, oh, fuck. Because it's been a hard few days. It has been a hard few days. God. Even though Chuji like, did lay down first, I think it does take them a while to actually relax, because I think they're in a nervous state. Lolo kind of looks over. What's the matter, Chuji? You seem ill at ease. I'm not. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm chill. I'm great. Uh, they're like footstepping. It's like wiggling. You guys seeing this? Yes. Are you okay? I'm cool. Just uh, give me a second. <laughs> like close their eyes. Are you nervous? I just want to qualify. <laughs> we will. We have ten feathers. Yeah, but what if eight teams get there before we do? What if they're already waiting there? Chuji, we have a blessing that lets us go the quickest route to the area, and we know where the area is going to be. It's going to be on that big fuck off mountain. If uh. we really want to. We haven't really explored anywhere around the outer edge of that, so we can just stay close by. Yeah. We've already covered right. the southern part of the island, and the northern part we haven't we haven't really touched. We can stay close. We'll be fine. We are going to qualify. We're not going. We're not going to let all. We're not going to put all of this work just to squander at the last second. Come on. I know that, but... Besides, we literally just saw a team that only has six, and it's likely that not everybody has ten anyways. Yeah, but what if they're actually the only one and there's eight other teams that have ten? You are thinking in worst-case scenarios. I am. That is so deeply unlikely. It's gonna be fine, and we're gonna be badass, and we're gonna win, and then we're gonna win the Rudy Phoenix tournament. (sighs) Okay. I'm relaxed. I think you really are. I think being able to talk about that suddenly there's a weight off your shoulders. Which is to say that you feel really well rested, all of you. As such, you all gained the blessing of Ramishav. And for the rest of your time on Bun Mu, you will, when you sleep, you will sleep extremely well. You only need to sleep one hour a night. Ooh. That... It- is insane. It That's would have been crazy. really good if it were day one or two, when I would have <laughs> let you stay up past the 32 limit, except Man. there were more roaming monsters, except now it's literally the last one you found, Fuck. which I think is the most Ramajav comedy thing ever. <laughs> I think it's hilarious, so it's all let it pass. Uh, you all gain the blessing of Ramajav. And I think you're all getting up. And Asami, as you're getting up, you were, like, leaning in Sisai's lap, you notice something. What is it that they notice? There's something in this Ramajav statue's lap that was not there before. Uh, they inspect it, they don't take it, but they inspect it. It's a little silken bag. Tied up in a little knot. It looks like it's put together by hand. They inspect it further? Suspicious? Curious? They look up at the statue like, is this you? Is this gonna be a joke? You don't know. It, it's light, and there's stuff inside it. <sighs> T- what do you do? Team check. Slipping bag on this man's lap. It was not there before. What do we do with it? Because I don't... This is a guy that Should... likes comedy. I don't know if this is going to be another sick... I don't know if this is going to be a sick joke or not. I don't think he'd be cruel. Alright. 
Uh, they go to open it. <laughs> Cautiously. It is not. In fact, what you find probably honestly surprises you. Uh-huh. It's a bag of treasure. Oh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> treasure. Um, inside the bag are several strange items and eight native Bunmuan wildflowers. Each a different color. Oh. Huh. There's a stone with a strange rune carved into it. Mm-hmm. A weird, like, string of beads. Mm-hmm. And a glass ball. And I think each of you knows that kind of inherently inside you, this is a thank you. A gift from the Thomaton gods left to you. Say thank you for coming and seeing all of them. They really liked it. Aww. It was nice to be remembered one last time. <laughs> Would you guys like to try figure out what the strange items are? Yes. Yeah. The native wildflowers, Ritz, I will... They're not technically monster parts, but Ritz, I will let you use them as monster parts. Oh, I'll go take them. Unless anyone else... Like, you can probably give some of them to everyone else, too, but like, you know. Yeah. Uh, the first item that uh, I have for you now is... It's a little rock with a rune carved in it. Uh, and you guys can roll... Oh, shit. Don't look at that. Uh, you guys can uh, roll me a nature check, an occultism check, a religion check, or an arcana check to figure out what it is. I'll roll nature. Okay, Sanku and Chuji, you guys don't know what it is, but Masami, you know. And your eyes go wide. Yeah. This is a greater invisibility rune. <laughs> Hello. A rune that you can, if you copied this rune onto your armor, which in your case is just uh, your, like, some leather armor, I think, that you wear under your clothes, I think. Uh, mm, a little bit. It's somewhere on your outfit, if you put this rune. Yeah. Three times per day, as a single action, you can cast invisibility on yourself. <gasps> Yes. Which is pretty fucking good. <laughs> we then uh, have the next item, which is the strange cord of beads. Uh, you can roll another magic check, everyone, if you like. Okay. None of you know what this shit is. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, wait, was, was it a crit fail or just a fail? It's just a fail. Oh, then, very. I have uh, that feat. Okay. Oh, dubious knowledge, yeah. Thank you. You're like, uh, maybe this is like, this might be a a uh, a, a, a cord to like pull out items of your pocket real fast. And Lolo's on your shoulder. List. No, thank you. I'm pretty sure that's a talisman cord. <gasps> and I think I'm just gonna tell you guys for to keep the story going. It is indeed a talisman cord. <gasps> This tin letter cord bears beads, delicate runic markings, and treads through an item that can bear affixed talismans. When you affix a talisman to that item, you can tread the talisman onto the cord and activate the cord's preserving effects. When you use a talisman, you can make a flat check, and if you beat a 16, you don't destroy the uh, talisman when you use it, meaning you can use it again later. Nice. That's good. That's great. That's really good, even. That's really good. The last item is a strange glass ball. Would anyone like to uh, try identify this thing? Yeah. Okay. Masami, you don't really know what this glass ball is. Sanku, you think it's a sports ball, smiley face. You get ready to kick it. Um, hmm. 
Chuji, however, you very quickly realize that that's not just any glass ball. That is a crystal ball. Ooh. And you can look through the crystal ball and cast a scrying spell through, like you can cast a clairvoyance through this uh, ball and uh, you can see something from far, like you can see something far away. And unlike normally when you cast clairvoyance, everyone else who can see the ball can see what's happening inside. Mm-hmm. And then oh. on top of that, you can cast scrying, which lets you spy on a, ra- a specific person from far away. So you can either, once once per hour, you can see uh, something that is nearby through the ball, and uh, twice per day, you can see a specific person and what they're doing. And I think as you all identify these items, it hits you that, hold on, these three items are like almost perfect for each of us individually. Yeah. <laughs> these were these were handpicked. Oh, that's so cute. I love them. Oh. <laughs> Chuji fucking takes that talisman cord. Yeah? You gotta drop that yeah. to your bag? They fucking <laughs> snatch that shit immediately. Dave, would you like the crystal ball for Sanku? Do sure. you some witchy stuff with? Yeah. Okay, drag that onto your uh onto your uh sheet. Into the bag of holding you go. <laughs> uh who wants the invisibility armor? I wonder. <laughs> Um, d- immediately. What are you talking about? No, Masami's <laughs> just not going to take it. They're going to rely on their yeah, arcane Mas- shroud. <laughs> yeah, Masami's going to not use invisibility. Masami, the fucking Naruto character. <laughs> uh, you take the invisibility, sure. Uh, you can drag that onto your sheet, and I'll set that up for you. Three free invisibilities per day, not bad. Take a native flower now or forever hold your peace before I take all fucking eight of them. <laughs> Does anyone want a native flower? Uh, I think Senku's gonna press one of them into his spellbook. Oh, that's cute. That's cute. That's really cute. What Masami, color? would you like a native flower? Uh, yeah, I think Masami's gonna keep one. Uh, so, uh, Chuji, you can take six native flowers. They're all mine, bitch. And I'll, I'll count those as monster parts. I can't wait to see what weapon or armor or whatever you craft using flowers. It'll be <laughs> great. Craft um, your mom. So 10.30 kind of like is it's like we're slowly getting towards noon and I think mm-hmm. uh, Noribu uh, Noriba kind of comes up to you and says and so I have guided you to where you wish to go thank you if Thanks. you wish for my aid elsewhere you'll have to pay me with lunch do we need any more help or I mean we know where the site is uh, and we can get there as fast as we possibly can yeah I think we'll be fine yeah, I think we're okay. Thank you. A pleasure. And if you ever need more guidance around Bunmu, call up Noriba. And Noriba wishes his tail and off into the... He kind of almost like turns into dust and sparkles away in the wind. Mm-hmm. And Lolo's like, you have a load of that guy. Yeah, did you not like him? No, not particularly. Not? I can't quite put my finger on it. Do you want lunch? He cuddles a little closer to you. Oh, you are being ridiculous. Uh. <laughs> Dice will roll will return after these messages. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at Burrow.com Acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. We now return to Dice Will Roll. Regardless, you have 23 hex actions left in the day. Uh, you spent a, a lot of hex actions dashing from your place to this place, um, and it's because you were moving so quickly and with a guide that you were able to avoid other teams. Don't know if that's going to last forever, though. Yeah. What's the plan now? You've had all. You've got all ten shrines, or you've counted all eight shrines. There's probably more stuff on the island to discover, but the final day is upon you. What now? Um. Well. Did you guys want to explore some more? Uh, yeah, we could. Uh, why don't we go to around the mountain and we could explore around there? Okay. Okay. So, uh, are you going to make your way down there? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Okay. You come down from the mountain. And now I'm going to roll. I'm going to see. Because, like, now those roll DCs are higher than they've ever been. You're good for now. Shaking. For now. That was a lucky one. You're one off from a team attack. (gasps) Terrifying. What now? You have... More, like uh, you are now uh, kind of like on the um, the western edge or sorry the eastern edge of the island uh, you're in an area you have not explored but did dash through earlier do you want to explore here or are you just going to make your way towards uh, Mount Tommy now um, you want to explore before we leave we can explore before we leave can't hurt yeah I mean we still have a little bit of time okay yeah. well uh, you make your way down and you actually find something. Mm-hmm. There's uh, an abandoned bungalow. But as you enter the bungalow, kind of like, you know, doing your routine, check in, make sure there's no cool treasure, you see something. Mm-hmm. Shoes oh, yeah. by the fire, yeah. like by the door, is the sickest pair of shoes you've ever seen. <gasps> yeah? 
would you like to make a nature check to check these shoot, uh, boots out? Because they're like cool boots. Um, they're like they're more like sandals, really. But like the way that they wrap up around the uh, the lower leg, uh, it's almost like springs. You know, like they're they're designed to look mm-hmm. very cool. Does it have to be nature? It could be nature. It can be arcane. It can be also making your religion. Okay, it's gonna be a cultist, and my nature is so fucking low. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, Chuji, as you look at this, these sweet shoes, all you can tell is you really like the craftsmanship that's gone into them. God, I like these so fucking much. They're so cool. They, like, run towards them. Uh, Masami, Sanku, do either of you want to try to figure out what's up with these cool shoes that Chuji likes? Yeah, Sanku can do that. I mean, they can okay. try. All right. Um, well... All right, Masami and Sanku, both of you identify what these things are. These are boots of bounding. The springy soles of these sturdy leather uh, sandals cushion your feet and make each step lighter. These boots give you a t- plus 10 item bonus to your speed and a plus 3 item bonus to leg strikes to high jump and long jump. And when you leap, you can move 5 feet further if you're jumping horizontally or 3 feet higher if jumping vertically. What I'm saying is 8 foot vertical leap. <laughs> oh my god. Alright. Whoever would whoever wore, would wear these would gain an insane move speed. Would it make my move speed even more insane than it is now? Your current move speed is 45 feet. If you're in Stoke Flame Stance, that increases to 55 feet. If you were wearing a Boots of Bounding, that would increase to 65 feet. I'm gonna take that shit. That's mine now. Okay. Do you want to <laughs> drag and drop the uh, that onto your sheet? I do. You throw on these sweet sandals and you kind of hop up and down on the spot, and you feel great. Sick. Sweet. What now? <laughs> How do I look? Look pretty good. Styling. Good as fuck. Yeah. Pretty pretty, pretty good as that. Masami? Yeah, that's how I suit you. Sick. Alright. Okay, you guys want to keep moving? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Where to? Uh, I mean, towards the mountain. Yeah. Uh, so, are you going south southwest? Because that's the closest way to get to the mountain to exit this little peninsula. Yeah, southwest. Uh, you move southwest. Would you like to recon this place, or are you just moving? What time is it? Uh, well, right now, uh, as you look to the sky, do you want to make a survival check to try to figure out the exact time? Yeah. Chuji, you're pretty sure you still have like maybe a few hours until you, you like the it's until noon. Mm-hmm. Sammy. You're pretty sure it's less than that. Thank you. You know it's 11.30. <laughs> and you are not near the mountain yet. Yeah, she's just like, it's like what? Nine? Eight? What? It's 11.30. It's 11.30? Yes. What? what are we doing? Let's go. Hey, who wants a little cardio exercise? <laughs> okay, okay. Well, you can do that. I think, I think Senku's going to fly there. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think he's gonna go like ahead of them because that would be really dumb. Um, I think he's—I I, I think he's just not going to be running. Okay. So. I mean, there is also the teleportation tower. I think you Ritz. <laughs> there is a teleportation tower next to you, yes, and you yeah. could use it to skip ahead uh, uh, because there's another teleportation tower very close to Mount Haminabu. So if you guys sprint yeah. to the teleportation tower, you should be able to get there pretty fast. Yes, 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 yeah, yes. Zombies yes. hopping through the trees. Okay, uh, the Sami's hopping through the trees, uh, uh, Sasuke Retrieval X style, uh, <laughs> jumping from tree to tree. Uh, Chuji, I assume you're just sprinting with your cool shoes. 
Uh, yeah. Can You can enter stoked flame jets out of combat, right? So they're faster. Uh, I will allow it. Okay, cool. And Sanku, you are using your, uh, your ting, right? Your, your broom? Yep. How, how do you sit on your staff? Um, I think he sits, like, um, I think he sits saddle style, like the way that, like, women used to have to, uh, ride horses. (laughs) Both legs on one side? Yep. Okay. You'll dash, and I think I'll let you move pretty fast. But not fast enough. Because (laughs) as you get to the, uh, tower, the teleportation tower, ready to get to Mount Hamenabu, you hear something. (laughs) Shit. Okay. A dull roar, like an earthquake, disrupts the serenity of the morning sounds of the jungle. Monkeys, birds, and rodents screech in terror as a plume of red fire erupts from the peak of Mount Haminabu near the island's center. The blinding flames paint the sky violet and blast away the clouds around the mountain before dramatically twisting into the unmistakable form of a blazing crimson phoenix. Good morning, competitors! A woman's voice echoes across the skies of Bunmu, emanating from the phoenix. I, Hao Jin, the ruby phoenix, congratulate you for surviving Danger Island so far. We now begin the final day of this pre-qualifying round for the ruby phoenix tournament. And you can hear across the island, echoing distantly, our cheers. All the other 32 teams, cheering. The voice continues. I have placed a palace here on the peak of Mount Haminabu and invite you to join me and my guest, Empress Nai Yang Fei, for a pleasant evening of stimulating conversation, fine local food, and rousing entertainment. To join us, simply bring me your phoenix necklace and ten silver feathers. This will secure your access into the palace as well as the Ruby Phoenix Tournament. I await all of you who are worthy of the honor. You have until sunset to reach the mountaintop. Fight well, combatants! With Hao Jin's final words, the phoenix erupts into a halo of brilliant fire and disappears. Shit. Judy's delighted by this. <laughs> They're like jumping in place. <laughs> that was pretty cool. That was so fucking cool! Masami, while those two are conversing, is kind of just squinting up at the sky. They don't say anything. They're just thinking. (laughs) Are they unimpressed or are they worried? They're still not pleased about last night. And they're still thinking about if it was possible that that was Haojin. You know, can't blame you. <laughs> yeah. Regardless, Lolo pokes his head out of Sanku's bag and says, Everyone, are you ready for the most exciting day of your lives? Bet your ass. Okay. Yeah. And then, moments later, <laughs> uh, your, your glee turns to horror as you hear a sound in the sky. <laughs> a firework goes off in the air. At noon exactly, mm. someone else has submitted their ten fetters and has been confirmed into the next round of the Ruby Phoenix tournament. Damn it! We still have seven. We still have seven. We're fine. 
Nice to be first. Okay. <laughs> as long as we make it in at, at any point in time, I think we're fine. You guys teleport through this tower uh, up to the teleport tower, the teleportation tower nearest Mount Hominabu. You rush out, and there's there it is, this beautiful peak that scratched the sky. Up here is the throne of the Ruby Phoenix herself. Up here is your future. As you leave the tower, it takes you about half an hour to get closer to the mountain. And as you get closer to the mountain, hmm, you encounter some. Huh. And that someone is a team. Ah, oh, fuck. Well, that's not necessarily accurate. No? As you're, like, running up to the path, suddenly, you see a few figures step into the way, cracking their necks. And what a mishmash of aesthetics. <laughs> to the left are three Nagaji. Lizard-like, uh, snake-like people with scales and fangs and... Uh, claws and uh, kind of coming up alongside them is a naga a gigantic snake with the face of an old man to the right are three desert uh, desert dwelling men all of whom wear golden and are kind of like posing extra dramatically I'm going to say, like, JoJo levels of uh, posing, you know? They're all buff, shirtless. Um, one of them is, like, wearing beads. One's got, like, um, a... is completely bald. And one of them has, like, a goatee. Uh, mm-hmm. And they're all posing menacingly at you. Practically see the onomatopoeia. And then standing in the front are three slightly familiar figures. Mm-hmm. A catfolk, a half-orc, and a full orc. All dressed... Like pirates. Oh my god. Oh look, it's the pirate team. <laughs> and the it seems that the uh, catfolk man, uh, who, he's like big. He is big. He He's that, you know, he's that brand of fat where it's like fat and muscular at the same time. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, he wears like a, a, re- a coat that is on his left side red with black stripes and on his right side blue with black stripes. He wears a shirt that's slightly open and carries this massive fucking Zweihander. And uh, he says, Ahoy there, mateys! Oh, hi. Not another step, if you don't mind. Kinda do mind, but... <laughs> the half-orc, who, uh, as, you can, as they kind of step closer, has, like, scars along their face, uh, like, really bad burn marks, and um, sharp, sharp teeth. And they appear to be, like, maybe a bard, judging by, like, the musical items they have. But, uh, they point at you and says, Are you looking to get to the top of the mountain? Fucking obviously. Uh, yeah. Ooh, it's not a good day to come across Last Brett! And, uh, the full orc, who looks to be, like, an inventor, uh, like, he's got robot stuff all over him, he kind of goes, <laughs> And, uh, then the, the, uh, tree Nagaji kind of, like, hiss. And the Naga kind of slurs forward and says, Indeed, you've made a, a grave mistake by choosing to come here. So predictable. You must have nothing short of many feathers. You can say that. Yeah. 
Then, bringing these feathers into the grasp of the Poison Fangs was a great mistake indeed. Uh, yeah, we'll see whose fucking mistake that is, dude. And the tree, the tree desert man, they point. And they say, You may tremble at last breaths, and you may tremble at uh, the Poison Fangs. But you shall not know fury until you have known the fury of Horned Thunder! And the, the, the leader, who's the guy with the beads, he punches his hands together and says, I am the hide of your rack. And then the bald guy says, I am the horn of your rack. And the, the guy with the goatee says, And I am the thunder of your rack. <laughs> and the tree together pose and say, Together we represent the might of your rack, the powerful rhinoceros kaiju who storms our homeland. Oh, wow, that's... With the lightning that comes from his horn and the thunder that comes from his feet. And the, like the, you see uh, the captain of Last Breath, uh, the pirate gang, being like, damn, okay, well. <laughs> we're just pirates, you know? <laughs> um, like, no, not for us. Um, Chuji looks at the ball and is like, alright, are you guys done? I have a tournament to win. Can we fight now? Uh, the captain laughs. <laughs> No, 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 my friend. Let's introduce ourselves properly. I'm Captain Baku. This is Clover. And the half-orc is, hello? <coughs> Fervo Backblast, me engineer. And Fervo is, yeah. We come from, we are last breath. But we found it was too difficult to get the ten feathers we needed. We're only stuck with tree for some reason. <laughs> still have and, uh, and then a poison fangs nods. And their leader, uh, the, the Naga, the snake with the man face, says, I am Grandmaster Utada. I am the leader of Poison Fangs, a group of elite monks from the nation of Nagashore, where we practice our own martial arts. One-touch One venomous, venomous style. style! We also find ourselves with only tree feathers. And Thorned Thunder, they all pose, and they say, By the might of your ack, we have tree feathers as well! And uh, Captain Baco, he kind of rolls his head a little bit and says, but see, here's the thing. When you put tree plus tree plus tree together, you get nine. Uh, so we've got ourselves a super team. The poison fangs of Horn Tundra's last breath. And all of them go, yeah! Is that allowed? Uh, Hikari shrugs like, no rules against merging teams. Well, I mean, okay, fair. I guess, but they didn't do any work for those feathers. Uh, Baku taps his head and says, I disagree. We built a pirate ship. You oh, did so dice. Cool. We, we did actually see that pirate ship. And you didn't challenge us. You were like a mile out. Furbo shut size was mute about the idea. <laughs> and says, oh, don't worry. It's fine. We've got them now. We've, we've got everyone now, right? Yeah. You yeah, guys got when you're go? outside of your fucking pirate ship. What are you going to do? You don't have your cannonballs. Hmm? They look a little sad. And I think uh, Grandmaster Utama says, Silence! Listen to me. He oh commands. Oh god. Can't wait for the next three fireworks. We only need one feather to succeed. But we will bargain tree because we don't want you coming back from the brink. Are you really sure? And uh, Horn oh. Thunder goes, The might of your act will guide us through our fight! <laughs> and Horn well? Thunder says, I agree! And the tree go, you're rack, you're rack, you're rack. You know, if you lose this, there's no way in hell you're getting up that mountain. 
Grandmaster of Tabba shakes his head and says, Then we will not lose! And Captain Black was like, What the snake said! Listen, I'm here on an important mission to find me boy. And I'm not letting... boy? Yeah, me sea serpent. I lost him. Oh. And I'm going home until the Ruby Phoenix herself has given me a powerful artifact to get it back. And Clover says, I'm here for moral support. And for her glasses, yeah. I'm deeply obsessed with that guy who just keeps saying yeah. <laughs> uh, so Grandmaster of Talbot says, And so, do you accept our, our deal? Well, we have no choice either way. I don't way. think we really have a choice. You're, bar- you're barring the way unless I use the mention door. It's your own funeral, man. The tree enforcers, by the way, look very smug. Like, <laughs> they, look, sure. they look like they were dealt a shit hand, and now that shit hand is grouped together into a massive shit hand, but they're like, <laughs> the stench is overpowering everyone. So they're like, you know what? Fuck it. How's Hikari feeling? Hikari, Hikari's just looking on with, like, you know the tail's got trolled face? Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's She's a good face. Like, uh, and, uh, Grandmaster of Tabba says, the closest one is around the corner. And just as he says that, another firework goes off. Fuck. Come on, then. Can we hurry this up, then, and stop talking? Uh, I think they grin, and they all go their own... uh, They all, like, start moving. And uh, I think um, Captain Bakker stops his... Here, listen. We're not gonna win. May as well have some fun, eh? Oh, my God, I said stop talking. (laughs) All right, all right. If you ruin our chances, I'm fucking killing you. They won't. We'll be fine. You're over worrying about this. Baco, it's like, we're right, the next you know, firework to go off. <sighs> Let's go. And uh, would you like to uh, to uh, sit down and uh, sorry? Would you like to make your way down to the uh, closest fighting site and get battling? Yeah. Yeah. I uh, would prefer to fight here, but sure. <laughs> Unfortunately, them's the rules. <sighs> you make your way to the closest approved fighting site, which takes you in action. And you have 18 actions left in a day. Clock is ticking. Fucking cries. Uh, and the nearest site is a, uh... Oh, it's a mountain site! That's fun! It's, a, mm. it's by one of the smaller mountains. Radiant winds, you stand on one side of a rickety old rope bridge. The bridge crosses two mountains. Beneath which there is a, lo- a deep chasm which plunges down a mile. On the other side of the bridge, you see uh, a group of Nagaji and their Nagaboths, uh, some kaiju fanatics for a desert tundra rhinoceros, and some pirates. All three of them, uh, all three mini teams grouped into this one mega team, uh, are prepping while you guys stand on the other side of the bridge. Hikari says, Radiant Winds, are you ready? Yes! Please let us just get on with this. And uh, I think then the the enforcers on the other side, uh, one of them shouts out, um, Poison Fangs of the Horned Thunder's Last Breath, are you ready? And all of them in three different tones go, yeah! (laughs) And everyone, I want you all to roll initiative. (laughs) So, <clears throat> in the top of the order in this massive fight uh, is going to be uh, Fervo Backblast and uh, Fervo takes out a firearm and he starts he puts together a gun and he points it 
and he's gonna take careful aim. He takes two actions to line up and then shoot at you, Masami. Um, and that is going to be a 28 plus two. That's a 30 to hit you. No. Okay. Uh, you duck out of the way as he shoots at you. Uh, and he reloads his uh, gun and he shoots you again. This one is going to be a 26 to hit. Ooh, so close to a crit fail. Virgo shoots you once, shoots you twice, but you dodge both times as you're rushing towards the bridge. He uh, kind of starts reloading and he goes, oh, narp. And uh, next in the order is going to be uh, Grandmaster Uptaba. And uh, Grandmaster Uptaba, he kind of hisses. He takes an action to make a ploy. Um, so he's going to make a perception check against you, Masami, because you're also in the middle of the thing. Uh, and that is going to be a 35. Uh, a 35 against your uh, deception DC, please. Oh, against your will DC? Mm, yeah, yes. My will okay. DC is 34. Okay. Uh, he kind of looks at you and he tries just to suss you out, and then he kind of grins and he says, Let the fox get closer. She'll, they'll only be ensnared in our poison fangs. <laughs> and then he spits at you guys. Um, so he's going to uh, spend an action to get uh, slither past his monks, and he gets to the other side of the bridge, uh, not in the middle, but kind of off to the side, and he's going to spit at you, Chuji. And Chuji, that is going to be a 40 to hit. It hits. Okay. Chuji, you need to make me a fortitude save. Alright. Go fuck yourself. Oh. That's funny. Holy shit. Yeah, I think... Like, it hits you, but you just, like, wipe it off you before it does anything, and you're still running. You are completely unaffected by the naga, the, the naga venom that he spat at you. And I think uh, Grandmaster Utaba looks at you like, impossible! <laughs> One of his monks is now going to rush forward, uh, and this monk has a, uh, a dagger in their hand, and uh, they're kind of jumping uh, up the bridge towards you guys. Um... And uh, they spend two actions uh, running up to be on the other side, and they hiss. And uh, they're going to stab at you, Sanku, with uh, their dagger. Ooh. That's a nat one. Sanku, uh, as he uh, rushes you, you slap at his dagger kind of, like, reflectively, and it goes out of their hand, and they're like, No! Oh. And it tumbles down the mountain into the chasm. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, they hiss at you. <laughs> That is going to be their turn. Uh, next in the order is you, Senku. Senku, which prince of the sea? Oh, good lord. I guess I'll just try and defeat the guy directly in front of me, but not before I take a step back. Okay, you take a five-foot step back because you don't want him to stab at you. Uh-huh. Um, and after that, um, Senku is going to... I think he's just going to cast um, um, Ignite Fireworks. Okay, you're going to pop-pop-pop him? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, he's gonna need to make a reflex save, and he got 30. That's fail. Roll damage. 16. Okay. 16 damage uh, explodes in this Nagaji monk's face, and uh, the snake guy kind of stumbles back and hisses like, ah! As, pop, like, fireworks pop and explode in his, like, right in his face. And he shakes his head at you and says, that was a mistake! N no, I think I did pretty well, actually. <laughs> Uh, it is now Captain Baco's turn. Uh, and uh, Baco, I think, looks at you guys, and uh, he, he inhales, he exhales, and says, Well, everyone, you know what time it is? I don't know. It's getting mad o'clock. 
Uh, and oh. he begins to rage. Oh, shit. Oh. Pulls it, he like throws his sword in the air and then he roars. And like heat kind of starts to emanate off him and his eyes are glowing red and he snarls. Um, and he's going to do a howling charge as part of the rage action. He's going to spend two actions running and raging at the same time to get right up in front of Yumasami. And on his last action, he's going to swing his white hander down on you. All right. And that's going to be a 25 hit, Masami. Wow, that is a crit fail. No! Oh my god. Um, okay, Masami, I think he, like, slashes down, but you, like, jump out of the way and then jump forward really fast. And he goes... Uh, kind of, like, the rage almost confusing him for a second. And you can see that he is uh, going to be flat-footed for a turn. <laughs> you shouldn't have. But that's going to be Baku's turn. It is the Tundra of Yorak's turn. And the Tundra of Yorak does nothing. He simply delays his turn. You don't know why. Okay. Next in the order afterwards, gonna be Clover, uh, the half-orc bard. And Clover is going to cast Inspire Courage. Uh, so all allies within 60 feet are going to get a plus one on attack rolls and damage rolls. With his next action, uh, you see that he... Oh, you see something. It's not just Bardic Inspiration. They're enraged. Uh-huh. These guys, they don't get the rage effect. But that's how it's playing out. They don't just play on their instrument. They rumble out and, like, deep uh, singing kind of pours out from uh, their lips. And everyone, you can see that this is not just a bard. This is a scald. A rage bard. <gasps> and uh, they are going to cast Roaring Applause on you, Chuji. Mm -hmm. uh, you are going to need to make a will save, please. That's going to be a 32. Uh, a 32, because you're part of perfection, uh, you straight up completely unaffected as uh, the roar, like the Clover starts to roar a little louder, and for a second you feel something well in you, Chuji. Like, you want to clap. You want to cheer for this guy. Anyway, no. I want my phoenix feathers. Yeah. So you're completely unaffected. And uh, I think Clover's taken by surprise by that. Chuji uh, literally just spits on the ground instead of cheering. <laughs> uh, Chuji, it's your turn. Uh, I want to use my fancy new shit, so I get to be in Stoked Flames Dance for free. Okay. And I want to use Blazing Streak. Okay. How's that work? I get to stride twice, making strikes against up to four different creatures within reach. So I'm going to hit Captain Baco and uh, Katoya. Uh, okay, the two the two who are blocking the, the bridge, okay. Yes. Uh, but that's only two of them. You'll still have two more that you can get at the end. That's true. Uh, would I be able to stride um, across the bridge? I'll need you to make an acrobatic roll to tumble through. Okay, I can do that. To basically get through, push past these guys, punk, punk to both of them, and then rush past towards the others. Yeah. Here's Bacos, and okay. here's the other one. Ooh! <laughs> okay, so Chuji, that's a critical success against Bako, and a critical fail against the Nagaji Monk, unless you want to re-roll that. I kind of want to save my hero point, because I know I'm going to use it in this fight. Okay. When someone does something. So I'll take it. All right. Uh, well, uh, unfortunately, with your crit fail, I think you are uh, flat-footed by the end of your turn, uh, because I think you kind of land awkwardly as you're pushing through them. Mm -hmm. uh, the damage on uh, Captain Baku, by the way, is 40. 40, and he's set on fire? Um, yep. Baku is immediately not looking well. Uh, you can see that he's injured immediately. 
and uh, being set on fire is not to his advantage. He roars out and just, Shiver me timbers! <laughs> um, clearly in pain from that attack. Mm -hmm. um, however, you don't hit uh, the Nagaji monk. Right. Uh, are you going to roll a tumble true to get through these guys? Yes, I am. It's going to be a 38. Easy stuff. Get true down. And who are All you right, running perfect. to? I kind of want to run towards Clover. Okay, cool. Good idea. And specifically target them. So they're, okay. they're able to strike uh, You Clover. will be able to catch Clover and Fervo, by the way. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay, perfect. You fucking punched sh the shit out of these pirates. I beat the shit out of these fucking shit-ass pirates. Alright, that's Clover's. It's gonna be a 43. That's a crit. That's a hell of a crit. <laughs> and against uh, Fervo is another crit. Holy shit! Yeah, that's a crit against both of them. That's 42 against Clover and 54 against Fervo. Both of them are shot backwards as you, like, rush past, like, you run, like, towards them with blazing speed. And I think you're like, how does this look? How does Blazing Streak look? Honestly, I think they're kind of like a red blur. Um, they're, not all of them, but their fists are just literally blazing. They are on fire. Uh, and as they run across the bridge, it's almost just a streak of light as they punch into Clover and immediately, like, spin their body to hit Bravo too. And they're both on fire. Yeah, they are. The entire pirate team is on fire. Uh, okay, Shuji, uh, is that your turn? Yep. You mercilessly set these pirates on fire. And I think um, Clover here has stumbles back like, Wah! and uh, Fervo Backlass is very nearly knocked out in one hit. And he lets out a, Nurp. Yeah? Uh, it is now one of the Nagaji Monk's turn. And uh, this Nagaji Monk roars. And uh, he is going to dart up to you, uh, Chuji, and he uh, skitters to be right behind you. He pulls something out from his bag and smears it across his sword and then slashes at you. Okay. Uh, 30 to hit. 30 to hit is not a hit. You dodge out of the way and you see his sword. It's covered in poison. Oh, shit. <gasps> Nagaji martial arts, just like you were warned. <gasps> that is going to be his turn. It is the leader of the Horns of Yorak's turn. And he points at you, Chuji, and he says, Horde Thunder, charge! The Horde of the Urak, their leader, the man with the beads, he runs forward at you, Chuji. And then you see the other two running with reactions directly behind him. And you realize the Horn of Urak, the Hide of Urak, the Thunder of Urak, these three are moving in emulation of a giant kaiju rhino. Oh, shit. <laughs> horn in front, That's Hide in middle, good. Thunder in back. Chuji's going to hell. And uh, the Horn of Urak is going to use a thundering slam against you. And he swings his great axe down at you. And that is going to be 44 to hit. Yep, that hits. Uh, the horn clashes into you. You are going to take 13 slashing damage. All right. But as his axe slams into the floor, thunderclouds erupt from when the horn of your axe strikes. He deals seven electric splash damage to the target and all creatures within 10 feet. That's seven extra damage to you. But then it's also seven damage to the uh, the Nagaji monk, seven damage to Clover, and seven damage to Fervo Backblast, who is knocked KO by the oh lightning God. blast. <laughs> like he is knocked onto his uh, back and he goes, Nerf. <laughs> and uh, you see Clover, what the fuck is that? And uh, Horned Yorak poses and he says, Where Yorak thunders, all must cower. And Clover's like, Your own teammates? <laughs> And that is going to be the, uh, his turn. Uh, the hide of Yorak is next. The hide of Yorak does nothing, but he stands there in position. He can't get out of formation. 
That's his gimmick. Uh, Masami, it's your turn. Jesus fucking Christ. It's about time. God damn. Um, <laughs> okay, so they're too, like, very close to them already. I think what they're gonna do is they're just gonna immediately go into uh, a spell strike. Okay. Which one? Uh, electric arc. So this is gonna this is going to catch both uh, Kantoya and Bako. Okay. But they're gonna attack uh, the one with the most health, aka Kantoya. Okay, go for it. Make that attack roll. That's uh, a uh, thirty-six. Thirty-six is a hit. Uh, Kantoya tries to dodge out of the way, but you strike into her, and you uh, can roll that damage and then roll electric arc damage. Nineteen. Okay, nineteen damage to Kantoya, and I roll that electric arc damage. Twenty-four. Masami, lightning blast from your sword into Kantoya, and Kantoya lets out a shriek, and she is knocked backwards off the edge of the mountain, and she is K. Oh God, she's falling! Oh God! Oh, <laughs> a bubble appears around her. She's good. She's okay. just well down the mountain. Uh, here's the cool thing about electric arc, though. Yeah. Targets one or two creatures. There is a man directly right next to me, and he needs to make a reflex save. Uh oh. Crit That's fail. 18. That is a crit fail, my dude. How much damage is that? 48? That is 48 damage. Oof! Yeah, uh, Captain Baku stumbles back, and you can see, like, as electricity is arcing him, he was, like, fully shocked by the lightning blast that knocked uh, the Nagaji monk off the side. And he looks at you with wild eyes, and he grins us. Uh, is that all you've got? Show me some more. All right. Fine. They are going to use their focus points. Yeah? They are going to dimensional assault to refresh their spell strike and teleport... Um, uh, <laughs> they basically ready their chokuto, and you know how in samurai standoffs, <laughs> they, it, they basically Zontetsuken fucking teleport or shride. There's a moment of silence before the man fucking breaks. Yeah. On top of a fucking bridge on top as of well? Bridge. Hello? Yeah. Okay, sure, go for it. Make right. me this attack roll. Nat 20. Holy shit, how much damage is that? By the way, 34 damage. 34 damage? Yeah. Masami, you slash right through Captain Baku! And there's a clean cut, and he stands there for a moment before toppling. And he is care- Oh shit, no, he's not! <sighs> Captain Baku turns to you. A huge slice through him. And he turns, and he says, Is that all you've got? Captain Baku! Special technique, Death's Door. He uses his reaction to not be knocked out, and is he is left with one HP. Persistent as you are, fucking talkative. <laughs> um, holy shit, Masami, is that your turn? That's their turn. Okay, it is the Tundra of Yorak's turn, and uh, the Tundra of Yorak is at the very back, and he doesn't do anything. They can't get out of formation. How is this team still here? <laughs> well, they joined this team, I guess. Um, <laughs> it's uh, the final Nagaji Monkster, and uh, they decide they're going to join in on the uh, circle of death around Chuji, because Chuji has, to the north, the Horn of Yorak, to the west, Clover, to the east, one of the Nagaji Monks, to the south, Fervil Black Blast, KO, and now to the northwest, uh, one of the final Nagaji Monk, pulls up with a short sword, and he's gonna strike at you uh, with a sword that he just poisoned with an action. 25 is a miss. Hell no. Wait, is it 25 a miss? Or is it... 25 is a fucking crit fail. 
he stabs into the horn of Yorak by accident. <laughs> <laughs> and that is a poisoned weapon. Oh god. Um, the horn of Yorak takes twelve damage, and he is going to be—he's going to need to make a fortitude save. He critically succeeds. Good for him. <laughs> but unfortunately, the hide of Yorak is going to use his punishing blow to deck the shit out of Nagaji. You can tell this party is not particularly well put together. A 37 against the Nagaji is going to be a success. The Nagaji takes 16 damage. So what happens is, he runs up to you, Chuji. He accidentally taps the horn of Yurak. The horn of Yurak says, Ah, I am wounded! And the hide of Yurak says, Not on my watch! And he punches the monkey. He's like, Ah, fuck! <laughs> it was a mistake! <laughs> In fighting. Love it. Can they keep doing that? That, that? that would be nice. I mean, that's what happens when you throw together a team of people who don't know each other, right? Mm. Next in the order is the Guardian Naga. He's going to slitter up the, uh, the bridge, and he's in front of you, Masami. And he hisses, and he says, uh... Oh, he doesn't, like, get right up to you. He, like, stops uh, on the other side of the bridge, and he says, Now you must face my magic! And he's going to cast Searing Light on you. And he opens his mouth, and he blasts a laser of white-hot light. Um, and that is going to be a 36 against your AC. Oh, that hits. All right. A beam of fire erupts from his mouth. That's 11 damage roll. I think Misami takes that, but it doesn't... They don't seem impressed. If anything, they just... They're smiling up at him, and they go, Oh, you're a magic user. Perfect. I think that Grandmaster uh, Utaba is a little worried now. It is now Sanku's turn. Sanku, Captain Bako is there. He's got one HP. And he'll probably catch fire and be KO in a second. Sneeze on him. Just, just uh, breathe on the man. Yeah, just, I just... cast Spout. Oh, are you going for him? Because he will go down otherwise. And there's a whole... Oh, he's, he also, is he going down anyways? Yeah, he's, got, he's on fire. He'll the man is on him. fire. Oh, okay. He has one HP. Um, so since I was... Since I was, since I was flying already, is like, is it okay if I can still do that? Like, I can still move on. Yeah, I'll say. Uh, I mean, it takes an action to fly otherwise, right? Yeah. Um, I'm just asking because I'm trying to see if I can cast Crashing Wave to catch all of the people that are, he- like, here. Hey, Dave. Yeah. Is that spell? Um. Is that spell able to be heightened? Like, able to? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have it at uh, at at third, but I know that it does heighten when I don't have do it. I'll use my hero point card on you. Really? Yeah, my hero point <laughs> card is play when you were an ally is casting a spell. You get to heighten that spell by one level. Then I think I'm going to do that. Um, I need to find a position. Like, I need a position where I can um get to everybody. Yeah. How close do I have to fly to do that? Um. I mean, okay, so you're just trying to get everyone who's the north of Chuji, which is all of the hides, uh, the, the Horn Thunder, and one uh, Nagashi monk? Yes, and, and, yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, the range on this is, like, what? Crashing Wave's range is, uh, 30 feet. So you could just, like, fly, use, get on your, uh, your broom, fly past everyone, and then just get over here and blast him with water. Oh, what? Oh, no, I was trying to also there. Oh. Here. Yeah, that's why I If was you like... fly right here. So you're flying over the chasm and you're trying to not get the Guardian Naga as well? Mm-hmm. Okay, so... <clears throat> Sanku, 
you you fly up. Uh, you take out, out your you put your staff between your legs and you click your heels between. Hmm? Oh yeah, you sit on your staff, thank you, and you fly through the air over the chasm, and you kind of get in a position where you can hit everyone, Grandmaster Utaba, all of the guys of Yorak. Mm-hmm. Do you want to cast a spell? And uh, Chuji, do you want to use your hero point card, I guess? Yeah. Yes, I do want to cast it. Um, I think he's got it so that, like, one of the um, the ends of it is spraying it this time. Usually he'd have it coming from the whole st- like the sap on the side, but he's sitting on it, so. Yeah. So it's coming from the tip, like a fucking tank. Uh, so everyone needs to make a reflex save. Chuji, how does this thing work? Chuji, when when Chuji sees uh, Sanku cast the spell, I think they literally push someone from the group into the spell. You push so uh, the stronger. horn of Urak, who falls into the hide of Urak, who falls into the tundra of Urak, and all of them <laughs> fall more into this spell. And Sanku, you're blasting the Naga point blank, so. Uh, the yes. Naga fails. Uh, tundra of Urak succeeds. And then uh, both the hide and the horn of Urak are critically hit by this. Okay, so that's uh, tw- 20, 20 damage. 20 damage to the Guardian Naga, uh, 10 damage to uh, the horn of your uh, the Thunder of Urak, but then to uh, the horn and the hide, that's going to be 40 damage to each of them. Whew. And neither of them is looking good. Like, a stiff breeze will knock him out now. Um, they all stumble back a little bit, soaked in water, and uh, on a fail, and all that stuff. Okay, yeah, but never mind. Uh, well done, Sanku. Is that your turn? Um, yeah, I moved in there. I casted a spell. Yeah. Sanku, you're atop the, the, the mount, and um, you kind of, like, glance at the naga, who is, like, really hurt, and he, he snarls that you'll pay for that one, boy. I don't know if I will. It's Clover's turn, and Clover does the wildest shit you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Clover roars and fur goes up their hands and t- their teeth grow. And Chuji, I think it's at this point you're like, oh, oh, they're Werebear Kid. Uh oh. Oh, fuck. And Clover, without, they can no longer speak, they just roar at you. And uh, that's going to be a bite attack at you. Is it 39 okay. a hit? 39 is a hit, yes. Uh, they're going to do 3d8 plus 18 damage to you. As they maul you. That's 35 damage. Oh, no. And uh, they're then going to try run away from you because this sucks. They're on fire. Everything hurts. And they don't think they don't want you to hit them if they start casting. Oh, they moved away? Yes. Fuck. Anyways, uh, so that's going to be a flashing strike. Uh, it's because 2G is standing still. Who uh, does a 31 hit? 31's a hit. Roll damage. It's gonna be 15. Okay, 15 damage. And uh, at the end of their turn, the fire burns <coughs> true clover, and they let out. And even in their werebear form, it's not, well, werebear kin form, it's not enough to keep them going. Clover stumbles and is KO. Nice. It's Captain Baco's turn. Captain Baco roars, turns to you, Masami, and he pulls out a gun and he shoots at you. Does a 25 hit, Masami? Uh, 35 is my AC. Okay, that is going to be 12 piercing damage as he shoots you in the back. Okay. He then roars and he shoots. He uh, is going to just rush up at you and try to attack you. Uh-huh. And unfortunately, that is all his actions because he, he can't actually attack you. He, oh, he, had, he took an item out. He shot you. He ran. Shit, 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 shit. 
the fire takes out Captain Bato, who lets out a groan. And he is KO! <laughs> nice. Uh, last breath is unable to battle. One of the Nagaji monks who's really badly hurt, he's gonna just try stab you three times, Juji. Okay. 38 to hit. 38 hits. 20 to hit. 20 is a crit fail. A 33 to hit. Mm. You know, usually that wouldn't hit, but since it's a fucking nat 20. Yeah, I roll a nat 20, and that, because it's neither. I roll a nat 20, but I still missed, so it's just gonna be a regular hit. Mm hmm. And on that mat one, I think he does cut himself with uh, one of the attacks. So, that's going to be a total of 20 damage as he stabs you twice, and then he does 10 damage to himself. Okay. It is the Guardian of Yorak, and he's near death. And I think he's just going to punch the, the monk who's nearby, because he's he's now decided that that guy's an enemy. <laughs> 26 to hit is going to be a miss against him. Nat one, he accidentally... <laughs> oh, no. He accidentally bonks the horn of Yorak over the back of the head. He takes out the horn of Yorak! Oh shit. As the height of Yorak is like, get away! He starts like decking at the uh, at the uh, monk. And then he accidentally punches the horn of Yorak in the back of the head. And the horn goes, uh, and falls to the floor. And the hide looks down at his hands in distress. And he says, the hide must persevere! And he steps over his friend's corpse to stand next to you, Chuji. And uh, yeah. the thunder of Yorak follows him. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't do anything else though. Okay. Nasami, uh, it's your turn. Fuck, 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 fuck. I don't know what you mean. Uh, Masami's fucking chilling. Um, yeah, Masami, never mind. Yeah, you're on the bridge. Uh, the uh, the Naga boss is on the bridge as well. The people fighting Chuji are severely hurt. They are actually going to uh, drop their Jokuto. And as they're running up to um, the Naga, they're going to quick draw their Kama and twin, uh, twin faint into twin distraction. Okay, go for it. So is this, um, does this take up both of my first and second strike? Yep, that's right. Okay, well, but he's flat foot against it. Oh, shit. I mean, either way. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh my god, damn it. It's fine, because the first one's a crit. I mean... You could re-roll the second one with a hero point if you wanted to really twin, twin distraction him. You know what? Just to fuck with him, they actually are going to use their, uh, they're going to use their hero point. Okay, re-roll that shit. No, they're going to use their crit card. Okay, what's a crit card? Uh, Battle Cry. What's Battlecry do? Unleash a terrifying Battlecry, attempt intimidation check to demoralize and compare the result against all enemies within 30 feet. Oh shit, okay, I think that catches everyone. 19. <laughs> uh, 19 will not pass Grandmaster Utaba, but it will actually pass his minions, who are not very strong. <laughs> uh, but it won't affect the height of your act. So both uh, the two remaining monks are going to be frightened. Which is not great because they really already didn't need that. Um, you yell out, Masami, as you are slashing into this guy, and, uh, yeah, he's gonna say, I think they're scared because they see how much damage you do to him. Roll that damage for me from that critical hit, by the way. Oh, wait, they're flat-footed, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Yes, they are. Never mind, it's in there. 44. It's also a crit, oh. so, uh, 42 take, please. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, 35? Okay, he doesn't get, uh, deafened. That's fine. He is seriously hurt, though. Uh, Grandmaster Uteba kind of slitters back a little bit, and he hisses, like, what manner of sorcery? He's really badly hurt. <laughs> oh, this time? I'm not using magic. <laughs> okay, fuck yeah. Uh, is that your turn, Masami? Yeah. Okay. Uh, one of the poisoners yelps, and he's gonna stab at the guy who's punching him, because of fucking course he will. Uh, and that is a 34 against the high of the Iraq, which is a hit. And that's going to deal 10 damage. 
He stabs into the Hydra Yurak and a bubble goes up around him. And Hydra Yurak goes down. And he is KO! All that remains is the Tundra of Yurak who yells like, Brothers, no! The Nagaji hisses. And he's gonna go for you now, Chuji. He's had enough fucking around. Does a 24 hit Chuji? That is a crit fail. He falls flat on his face. He's prone. He spends an action to get back up and he hisses at you. Does getting back up count as a move action? Oh, fuck me. Yes, it does. So about that. (laughs) 43. You didn't need to get a crit. You didn't need to do that. Why did you do that? I did. Uh, It's going to be 60 damage. One hit KO! You deck the shit out of this guy and he yells and he stumbles and he is KO! That's him gone. It's the Guardian Naga's turn. He hisses loudly. And uh, he's going to, I think, try to cast in your face, Masami. Um, he's going to cast a flame strike in your face. <laughs> Do you think he actually will, though? What do you mean? Attack of opportunity. Fuck! I forgot you can do it on spells! Yup. <laughs> Casters hate them. <laughs> 37. 37 is a hit. Roll damage. 17. Masami. As Grandmaster Uktaba rolls back and this giant snake with the head of a man like opens his mouth and starts casting a huge ball of fire, how do you take him out? I think in them trying to get out of the way, but knowing he's distracted so uh, they can make a strike, um, they kind of freehand cartwheel in a way where the Kama <laughs> uh, does like a one-two on their oh. snake body. And the Garden Naga lets out a rumble and he says, No! Before he is knocked. K.O. There's only two guys left, uh, Tundra of Yorak and uh, and one Nagaji monk. Thank you, it's your turn. The Nagaji monk looks like he's about to give up. Tundra of Yorak says, I'll take you all on for Yorak! I'm, is he, like, look Yeah, he looks absolutely badly he injured. Battered. He looks really hurt. Then I'm going to cast um, Elemental Betrayal and then Spell. Okay. I mean, I think he's still using the staff. I think he's just, because he's sideways, um, he's sitting on it, and I think that he sort of taps it. Ah, okay, okay. Um, he sort of, like, taps the, the um, clear part of it mm-hmm. um, so that one of the bubbles pops, and um, magic happens. I think okay. it's like that. Now, he has to make a reflex save against Spout, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, Trudy? Fail. Okay. How much damage is he going to take? Uh, he's going to take um, 26 damage. Plus eight from uh, Elemental Betrayal. <laughs> K.O. <laughs> All that remains is one Nagaji monk who's looking anxious. But he turns to you, Chuji, and he snarls. Chuji, it's your turn. This guy is not going to... What, what Reaction, one inch punch. Okay. <laughs> You're kidding! <laughs> 39. That would not That's be a crit it. if he weren't frightened. Roll this damage. That's 86 damage. What for the you. fuck? You punch him off the mountain. <laughs> Boom! He's sent flying, he goes, Aah! and you hear a bubble pop a mile away. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, thank Do you. You, you need... saw him fly past you. Do you need help? He's like shouting down. <laughs> a thumbs up comes up from the, like the cliffside. He's beside the other Nagaji who got knocked down. And you've all defeated the poison grip of Horn Thunder's last breath. And for this ridiculous encounter, you get 420 experience points. No, blaze it! <laughs> I blaze you it because some of them, most of them were on, were on, they were on fire. Yeah, they oh, were. Fuck off. 
Um, Senku, Masami, and Chuji, none of you were particularly badly hurt by that. Chuji, you took a little bit of a beating when they ganked up on you, but you're good. Actually, Senku's uninjured. Oh yeah, Senku, you're fine. Uh, yeah, Chuji... Chuji and Spirit is fine, they're just a little bit pissed. Um, they're just dusting themselves off, they're fine. Uh, you guys all kind of get together and the leaders of the tree team slowly stand up. Um... Grandmaster Uptaba, the Naga, he snarls and he says, Find it. You have won. You've earned it. You fought valiantly in the end. And, um, I think the horn of your act stands up and he kind of, like, he brushes himself off and he says, Even if you don't have the power of your act pulsing through you, you've got something great inside you indeed. Whatever it may be. And uh, I take Captain Baco limping up. He puts like a big friendly hand on both Sanku and Masami's shoulders and says, Listen, it was worth a shot, and honestly, it was just kind of done for fun. You landlubbers did pretty well, all right. I'd love to see you win now. You're going to win the tournament, aren't you? Yeah, yep, with uh, Gumption, the power of youth, something, something. We gotta go. (laughs) No thanks to you. Okay, we're leaving. That was fun. She just, like, grabs uh, 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 Masami and Sanku away from him, and they're going across the bridge. They're going back. Ch- Chuchi's, Chuchi's got the, the edge of uh, Sanku's uh, staff and is pulling him that way. Yeah. He's like, you are not... Oh, my God. <laughs> We're on a time. Like, sorry, this is my whole life. He's, like, cr- he's like got his arms crossed as they're, as they're going. We can be friendly later. We have- We're on a timer. <sighs> Yeah, make sure you cheer for us, losers. And then... Hey! You are so mean. They stopped us from entering. Isn't that, like, the whole point? Lolo nods and says, I liked the pirates. I liked that they really did build a a ship. They they really decided to do that. I think that was was extremely funny. I appreciated their dedication to the naval ways. You like water. (laughs) Yes. What did you listen to the sea shanties of that friend half orc bearkin person thing? <laughs> I did. I did do that, and that was pretty sick. Hello. Um. Regardless, you make your way away from this mountain, and by now an hour and a half—it is like half one. Who's doing? <laughs> another firework explodes in the sky, meaning that three out of eight have submitted themselves. Despite this being open until the end of the day, it looks like a lot of the parties are ready to go. Competition's tough. You guys are headed towards Mount Haminobu. You have your ten feathers, and nothing will get in your way now.
This episode of Dice Will Roll would not have been possible without the support of our patrons. Aiden Scholl. Nex. Minty Belmont. Opie and Anna. GP Dora. Marshmallow Berry. Sarissa. Farrick Falcon. Luis Loza. Ares. Alexander Criswell. Skyly. Lurse Hellion. Kendra West. Ren. Genuinely Tricked. Transgirl Trish. Platonic. Bal Punyon. Giant Catman. Matthew Wilson Krasnovich. Tillin Shark. Fearin. Glitch HD. Jay Snooks. Zena Drums. Josh Yeetcoat. Torbjorn. Introduction. Sophia Valera. G. Barbera. Luke. Gideon. Sarah B. Seth. Ravona Darko. Delore. Kira. Lichlo, Gizmo, Matthew, Cass, Fable McAvoy, Ava, Chris Lutman, Rem T. Bright, Lonesome Chunk 44, Steph, Sean C., Natasha Lumley, Rhiannon C., Ellie, Jenna Mitchell, Kane Kendrick, Triceratops, Greg Kitsune, Anna Maria, Roxy, Jordan, Cynical Spinstress, Emily Laderna, John DeBoe Quarter, SS66 Seeker, and Dame Valerie Deterred. Special thank you to the patrons who submitted characters to this episode. Tanizaki Hikari by Anna Maria. Nettier by Zurinwald. Nalada Reed by Zenith Drums. Ovark by Lonesome Chunk. Captain Baco by Cass, Clover by Luke, and Fervo Backblast by Ferric Falcon. If you'd like to see what you can get for helping us keep it rolling, check out patreon.com slash dicewillroll today. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.